Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another video here on the fellow KGB channel. My name is Kyle. We're going to be going over the Wednesday news and notes. It's our weekly Wednesday little news dump for the NFL. We're going to start getting into like a lot of NFL content once the draft uh, actually happens and we see where the, all these players have landed. I think in the meantime, I've just been staying busy doing uh, drafters.com drafts. We have a couple picks that we can make live. We'll do that in a little bit towards the end of the show. Uh, and then I've also, I've just been hammering out my uh, my NFL database and my, my projections document. I've got everything in here from last year. So I have a lot of cool stats and some interesting things that I've already starting to, you know, mold how I'm thinking about who I'm going to be targeting for this season. So uh, we'll, we'll get into this uh, we'll, all summer long. We're going to be opening up my, my document here. We'll, I'll have that for sale later in the summer. Uh, but for now, man, we're just going to look at the news here uh, over here on the sports edge. So the NFL, a lot of offseason uh, work has been, you know, kind of cut back. And I think a lot of players are staying back at homes and just staying in their workout routines right now. So it's kind of the thing going on right now with the NFL and the schedule, of the offseason being discussed. Uh, but the major news today that came out was Jadavian Clowney has signed with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and the Browns, man, they're going to be really attractive this year. Now you got Jadavian Clowney on the opposite end of Miles Garrett. Uh, Clowney didn't have any sacks last year, so that was kind of interesting, but he did have a good amount of pressures. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Really good fit. I think I think the Browns, man, I mean, they were a sneaky playoff team last year. They're going to be uh, heavy favorites to finish, you know, in the top uh, top three or four teams in the ASC, AFC. So we'll watch them very closely. Some interesting stuff with Aaron Donald. Uh, I won't get into that too much, but he's kind of in trouble. We'll see uh, assault charges for Aaron Donald back in Pittsburgh there. Uh, the Lions, fourth team to announce that will forego in-person voluntary workouts. Uh, this one's kind of interesting. CJ Uzama, uh, if you guys remember last year with Joe Burrow, he was like clicking. You know, the first couple weeks, he was looking like a tight end that everyone was going to need on their rosters. Uh, he tore his Achilles tendon on that one Thursday night game. I think it was against the Browns. Uh, but all of a sudden, CJ Uzama says he's fully cleared from the Achilles tendon injury. Um, so he's going to be a guy, especially in, in, you know, best ball leagues. I've snagged his name a couple times with the 20th overall or the 20th round pick. Um, so we'll watch for him. We'll see if the Bengals draft a tight end as well. Uh, Kyle Pitts would be sweet. I don't think that's going to happen, though. They need offensive line help. Uh, I'm not concerned about Najee Harris's ankle injury as well. Um, let's see here. Broncos player skipping. Um, so this one's interesting. Giovanni Bernard gets signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here, let me actually go to a screen share. I should have probably opened that up right away, so I'm sorry. Um, thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, but Giovanni Bernard to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, so all of a sudden you got Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, Giovanni Bernard, and you even got Keyshawn Vaughn hanging in there. So the running back room looks really, really good uh, as far as Tampa Bay's offense being able to do whatever they need, having enough bodies to stay uh, productive at the running back spot. But Giovanni Bernard is going to complicate you know, the fantasy value for Fournette. For Ronald Jones, those guys are merely best ball plays, and uh, we're probably going to need an injury to somebody for some, you know, some clarity when it comes to, you know, an RB two for fantasy football. So, uh, interesting little wrench in the plan, Giovanni Bernard to Tampa Bay. The other big running back news that came out yesterday was James Conner signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it seemed like a lot of people were excited about Chase Edmonds, but I kind of always knew that hey. Uh, Chase Edmonds, he's a, he's a little guy, you know, they got to get someone to, to compliment him and make sure he stay, stays healthy. They're not going to give him 300 touches in the season. Um, so James Conner is going to come in and form a one, two punch with Chase Edmonds. I would imagine Chase Edmonds is still going to be the primary third down, um, you know, just quick area, get the ball out, out of Kyler's hands. He's still going to have a lot of catches. So I like Conner, uh, but I also like Chase Edmonds, but they're both no more than an RB two. 
probably looking at like top 30 backs in terms of ADP. So uh, interesting move there. It's just a one-year deal, one, really cheap, under $2 million for James Conner here. So that's not a lot of guaranteed money uh, in that deal at all. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, the contract, he could potentially gain $7 million if he's still on the roster for Carolina week one. I would imagine they're going to try to trade him or uh, or see what happens there. Julian Edelman has announced his retirement. I'm sure you guys saw that. That's a pretty big deal. A lot of people, I won't get into the Hall of Famer, whatever discussion, but his playoff numbers are elite. He might be, the I think, the leading uh, pass catcher in playoff history, if that's correct. I don't. I can't remember exactly. Uh, but yeah, James Conner, Giovanni Bernard, not a lot of big news here. The Deshaun Watson stuff is is continuing to just get worse and worse. Um, John Lynch attended Justin Fields' the second pro day. So there's all this smoke and mirrors right now of the quarterbacks after Trevor Lawrence, whether it's Zach Wilson at two, Mac Jones at three, Justin Fields or Trey Lance. Like there's potential for four straight quarterbacks to be taken in the first four picks here. Um Bruce Arians wouldn't be against selecting a quarterback in the 2021 draft. Um, I, I wouldn't expect um, a high draft pick, maybe like round three at the earliest here. But the one that stuck out to me was Davis Mills from Stanford. He's got kind of a short track record, but he he seems to be like someone that would uh, be able to soak in Tom Brady's uh, knowledge pretty well there. Um, let's see. Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, there's, I mean, we're kind of in that part where there's not a lot of news going on here as I'm reaching back here. This is from April 11th, so a couple days ago. Richard Sherman still not signed. He's expected to sign after the draft. Uh, Kenny Vaccaro could be an option for the Falcons. I did see Cordero Patterson was, uh, he was hanging out in Atlanta this weekend or today. So he should be probably signing with the Falcons soon. Get them another playmaker. Um, just a lot of smoke and mirror stuff with the draft right now. Nothing too concerning here. Jerry Jones is infatuated with Kyle Pitts. I think everyone's infatuated with Kyle Pitts. It wouldn't be a shocker if he went as high as number four overall uh, this this season here. So he's he's probably the best athletic prospect for tight end since Vernon Davis. So uh, pretty high uh, pretty high end stuff here. Um, <laughs> um, the Detroit Lions are talking about drafting Kyle Pitts. I think the best spot. If we were to just pull up the uh, NFL draft order on our friendly website, Tankathon, I think my favorite landing spot for Kyle Pitts, of course, it would be it would be perfect with him in Cincinnati. But I just think whether Jamar Chase is a possibility or offensive lineman seems to make the most sense. But I kind of think it's Miami. Give Tua uh, another tight because they use tight ends. Uh, they used two tight end sets a lot last year. They were thrown into Shaheen and a bunch of other uh, other tight ends besides Jasicki last year. So I think potentially Kyle Pitts to Miami. Miami also has the 18th overall pick here too. So when you have the luxury of two first round picks, one in the top six, I, th I mean, I think you can kind of swing for the fences with one of those. Uh, but I do like I do like Miami uh, to maybe get Kyle Pitts. Carolina is also a very intriguing option. Get get to another weapon there. They did lose Curtis Samuel, so they do need a little bit more firepower in the offense. But I, he's a top 10 player. I think those are my two favorites, Miami and Carolina for Kyle Pitts. Uh, let's see if there's anything else we can find here. AJ Bouye signed with uh, the Carolina Panthers, but here we go. We're going back to last week. So this is stuff that I covered uh, in the previous week. So as far as news, there's really, you know, not too many news. James Conner, Gio Bernard, Jadavian Clowney. Those are the main headlines. Um, so without further ado, let's make some best ball draft picks. If you're looking to play uh, best ball this year, you can start drafting now for as low as a dollar and 10 cents. That's what all these drafts that I'm in right now. I think first place is like what, like, seven bucks but I, I really like to do it to stay 
uh, in tune with the, the overall ADP, see who's rising, see who's falling. I kind of see the market and just see what kind of people are thinking. So if you want to get in on drafters.com, I do have a promo link in the description below. Uh, if you sign up, you get, you're going to get a 50% deposit match. So if you put $50 in, you're, you're going to get an extra 25. So pretty cool uh, opportunity here. For $1.10, you can get in. First place is $7.20, but I really don't care you know, too much about the money. I kind of doing it for the fun. So let's see what I got uh, brewing in this draft here. I kind of started some newer ones here. This one looks like an older one. Um, so on my roster currently, quarterbacks are Kyler Murray and Matt Ryan. I could potentially get a third guy there, but I don't really know if that's necessary. My running backs are Jonathan Taylor, rookie Javante Williams, Kenyon Drake, rookie Trey Sermon, and Philip Lindsay. So I could maybe add another body there. Receivers, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, Marquise Brown, Gabe Davis, Paris Campbell. I think that was my last pick. Uh, and then my tight ends are Logan Thomas and Austin Hooper. So it's it's pretty well balanced right now. Uh, it's telling me best player available is Damian Williams for Chicago, um, Jalen Guyton, Jamar Jefferson, Sanders, Josh Reynolds, Trey Lance. We can maybe you know hop into some Trey Lance here. Nobody's really sticking out. I do like Anthony Ferkser. He's going to be the main pass catching tight end there in Tennessee. Um, we got Logan Thomas, who I think is going to be really good with Fitzpatrick. Austin Hooper. Hooper actually, I was not on Austin Hooper last season, but. Just down the stretch, he kind of he played well. If you look at the double-digit games here, one, two, three, four, five, six. So six games he would have been usable in the best ball format. I think he'll just be a little bit more comfortable this year too. Um, so Anthony Ferkser, though, he does stick out as being my third tight end. As far as receivers, I mean, I've been hitting Van Jefferson a lot lately. Jalen Guyton could be kind of fun in, in L.A., but I, I would expect them to draft some kind of cool receiver that, that could potentially – take away some playing time there. I mean, we got Gabe Davis on the team. So I mean, reminder, Emmanuel Sanders is in Buffalo. Um, we could take Kadarius Tony, who's a pretty electric wide receiver coming in. Elijah Moore, same thing. Um, Tim Patrick's pretty low here. Uh, I like Traquan Smith. You know, there's a lot of receivers deep here. Sammy Watkins in Buffalo, maybe, or in Baltimore. We'll see. Uh, but what do we do about these running backs? There's really nobody that sticks out. Hmm. I mean, Carlos hides the backup in Jacksonville. <sighs> I mean, with the way this is set up, you're starting two running backs every week. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be our starter pretty much every week, and then we'll get one of these guys to get in there. So uh, I'm going to just go with my Anthony Ferkser. That's the one that I don't have any complaints with. He's going to be the lead guy for, for Tennessee. He has a good rapport with Matt or uh, Ryan Tannehill. So we're just going to go with him, and I think we can be done with tight ends. Uh, and we got four more picks left, you know, so we'll figure some things out. Uh, let's check out this uh, this next one here. And this one just started. I actually had the 11th overall pick. I went with Devo Devontae Adams fell all the way to 11th overall, which just seems stupid. I know everyone wants the running backs, but man, that's uh, that's that feels like a free square. I wanted Nick Chubb, but I, I gave up on Nick Chubb to get Devontae Adams. Came back with Cam Akers. Very excited about the offense brewing over there in uh, L.A. Rams. But uh, we're up to pick here. Josh Jacobs is technically the best running back available. I'm not a fan of Etienne here at, at the third round. Carson, maybe Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, actually, maybe because this guy uh, that we're – this is a strategy move here. So uh, Chubb and Eckler, this guy might not be taking another running back here. I might be okay with letting Melvin Gordon come back around here. As far as tight end, Mark Andrews, Hawkinson, we're not in the market there. But wide receivers – I mean, we're talking Allen Robinson. Not sure if I want that with Andy Dalton. Mari Cooper. 
healthy Dak Prescott is back. Mike Evans could be kind of fun. We could we could get Evans, Godwin, DJ Moore, CD Lamb. You know, a lot of opportunities here at wide receiver. As far as quarterback, no one's taken a quarterback yet. Not sure I want to be the first to do so. Uh, but in the best, like Kenyon Drake is just really throwing in a wrench in the Josh Jacobs plan. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna punt here. We'll see if Jacobs or Melvin if Jacobs or Melvin Gordon are there on four. I think I'm cool with that. Uh, but man. I'm, I'm just going to take Mike Evans in a best ball. I got no problem with Mike Evans here. Just pair him with Tom Brady. Julio Jones might be starting to be a steal, though, if he keeps falling past the fourth round. Um, so here we go. We got another one that I started recently. I had the third overall pick. We go Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon to start. Uh, and I think I'm going to run this pick in, guys. This one seems like Calvin Ridley in the third, you know, three don't 3.3. Uh, 3. That seems silly. Uh, but as far as running backs available, Sanders, James Robinson, Josh Jacobs. Sanders could be a really nice third addition here. But I feel, man, Calvin Ridley is one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. He's the eighth receiver off the board. Whew, that's that seems wrong. So I'm, I'm going to run this one in here and go with Calvin Ridley, not even think about it too much. The tight ends. I mean, after Kelsey, Kittle, and Waller, there's a massive you know drop-off. You can wait for Andrews, Hawkinson, or even further, if you will. But uh, I don't know. That's pretty much it for tonight's video. If you guys want more best ball content, I'm, I do the slow drafts, which are email style. You get eight hour clocks. Uh, if you guys are interested in, like, I could do a live stream of a, of a fast best ball draft. We can maybe get one of those in before the draft starts here. I think it's just fun to do um, these best ball drafts and get some rookies before, you know, they get assigned their teams. That's where values could really be tilted. Um, so I just want to open up my ownership real quick for you guys and show you who I've been drafting. Um, so my number one player has been Gabriel Davis. I get him sometimes 10th, 11th, 12th round. Uh, he seems to be a really, really good player this year, I think, with just the way his rookie season went. I don't know why his game logs aren't showing up here. Uh, but he, he had a fantastic rookie season. J uh, John Brown's out of the lineup, but they plug in Emmanuel Sanders. I really don't think that's going to you know matter too much for Gabe Davis. Uh, but as far as rookie receivers under the radar last year, he was one of the better ones uh, and massively outperformed his draft capital. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, nobody seems to want Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He just has those boom games where, you know, I mean, the last time we saw him, four catches, six targets, 115 yards and one touchdown. That was in the NFC Championship game. So uh, I don't like the consistency. That's where he needs to improve. But I'll keep taking him in the 13th, 14th round. Um, I had been taking Jamal Williams quite a bit. Uh, he's, he's, he's the backup to, to Deandre Swift. And I think Detroit, uh, knows they got to keep Deandre Swift healthy and upright. And Jamal Williams is a banger. So it wouldn't surprise me. Adrian Peterson is gone. I think carry on Johnson's pretty much, uh, the third back there. Trey Sermon's probably been my favorite rookie running back to get Van Jefferson. Uh, he's going to be the third receiver over there in LA with Matt Stafford. So I think, uh, now that Josh Reynolds is, is out, I, where did, I think he signed with Tennessee, if that's correct. Uh, but Van Jefferson, man, he's going to get a lot of opportunity. So I like that. LaVisca Chenault, I've drafted him five times. Joe, I keep getting Joe Burrow as my quarterback too, which just seems kind of silly. And then Gerald Everett's been one of my favorite tight ends to get really late uh, now that he's in Seattle with Russ Wilson. So those are the guys I've been drafting the most. And that's going to do it for today's video. If you guys got any questions, let me know in the comments below. And uh, thank you for your time. We'll see you guys in another video. Thanks. Peace.